Broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on His side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to, we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda. A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. And hello, Las Vegas. Happy New Year, one and all. I know, I know, I'm like a week behind the party. I'm a week late to the party to say Happy New Year, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. The reason I'm late, well, first let me tell you that you're listening to KVXL. This is 101.1 FM, Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church here in Las Vegas. We're streaming online at kvxl101.com. I think Streamer has us up now, too. You can check us out on Streamer, and we're working on getting on TuneIn, some other things. You can find podcasts of this show, including... this episode on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search The Friddle Show and it will take you there. Okay, so here's why I am a week late on our first show of 2017. So, ready? Okay, here's the story. I went home for Christmas. Christmas was fantastic. The day after Christmas, I discovered that one of my siblings had given me the... uh, 2000 end of 2016 family plague that was living at my parents house and uh it was sheer misery to be quite honest i'm still battling uh, from battling it shall we say it's uh it's a head cold mostly but it i think it may have been the flu based on some things that happened but so i got sick i thought i was better i flew back here to las vegas um felt pretty good Last Monday, I was like, all right, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. But I wasn't good yet. I woke up Tuesday morning to come into radio to do our first show of 2017 and uh, basically collapsed on the floor. Long story, but basically I had like zero muscle strength and ended up laying on the couch and in bed for most of the day. And uh, bless God, my puppy, who turned one years old New Year's Day, happy birthday, little Liberty, uh, she was okay with the resting. And uh, it took me until, I think, Thursday of last week till I could really speak in coherent sentences that people could understand. Like, they were coherent to me, but because of all the head nonsense that was happening, uh, my voice was not where it usually is. It's still not. I don't know. You you may not be able to tell, but I could tell. And uh, still battling a sore throat and some different things, but... Uh, anyway, just getting through that. That's why we are a week late, but I'm so glad to be back with you. We have some really exciting things coming up here on KVXL for 2017. Some exciting things happening with this show and, uh, and here at Liberty. If you're in Las Vegas, we have some things that we want to tell you about, uh, as well. Hope you and your family had a fantastic Christmas, a great new year. I know that I did. I mean, there's just nothing like spending time with your family. Now, maybe it's sweeter because I hadn't been home at all until 2016, until Christmas. And actually, I realized that I'd only been home for 24 hours. And when I say home, I mean uh, Pennsylvania, where I grew up, since May of 2015. 24 hours since May of 2015 until uh, Christmas. Because my family last year, we were not in Pennsylvania for Christmas. So it's been a year and a half since I'd spent any real time 
uh, at home with my family and uh, just loved it. I love where I grew up. You know, some people love moving and change and the excitement of it all. I, I'm really, I'm not into change so much. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed and I love where God has taken me in life. Don't get me wrong, but honestly, I am a homebody and Pennsylvania is, is home for me and uh, 19 gorgeous acres that I was so incredibly blessed to grow up on. It's just, it's home. And there's just something about home where you grow up that's really special. And I'm so grateful for the age that we live in. You know, sometimes I think how cool it would be if we lived, you know, in the 1700s, if we were here for the revolution, or if we had walked the earth when Jesus walked the earth. I mean, to see Jesus at work. But then, you know, it, we live in an age of of amazing things. And just the fact that I could get on a plane and fly across the country and... Well, the flight itself is, is less than five hours, but with all of the travel and said and done and back and forth, it takes me about 10 hours to actually get home. But even that in itself is amazing. The fact that I could pick up my phone and FaceTime and see my nephews, it's amazing. And I'm just so grateful that God has given all of us the opportunity to live in this day and age where we get to see amazing things like this and experience them and live through them. So we're going to talk about 2017 and what's coming up and what we're looking forward to. But first, let's recap last year. Let's talk about what we came through. Let's talk about what we've done. And then we'll talk about uh, where we're going. So let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. In 2016, Google, we'll start with Google, the top Google trends in 2016 around the world. Okay, the top Google Trends. Number one thing that was Googled in 2016, Pokemon Go. Globally, that is the number one Google trend of 2016. I have a past podcast about Pokemon Go. If you don't know what that is or you just were wondering what I think about that, I'm not going to rehash it because there's a podcast of it. You can go to iCloud, iCloud, iTunes or SoundCloud and, uh, and listen to that there. Number two trend globally, the iPhone 7. And number three trend globally in 2016 was Donald Trump. Interesting, huh? Now, for people, the number one trend was Donald Trump. Number two trend was Hillary Clinton. And the number three uh, was uh, Michael Phelps. So that's what people were Googling around the world. Now, here in the United States... The number one trend in 2016 in the United States? The sh Powerball. Number one trend globally? Pokemon Go. Number one trend in the United States? Powerball. Yeah. Number two trend internationally around the globe, remember, was iPhone 7. Number two trend, most searched thing in the United States in 2016 was Prince. And number three, around the world, remember it was Donald Trump, but number three in the United States was Hurricane Matthew. But people that were Googled was exactly the same in the U.S. as around the world. Donald Trump was the most Googled person in the United States. Hillary was second most Googled. And Michael Phelps was the third most Googled. And I think those trends match pretty well with what Americans were thinking about. I mean, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about Donald Trump. We were talking about Hillary Clinton. And quite frankly... What, what does he have now, like 26 gold medals? I mean, Michael Phelps is the most decorated Olympian in history, and we get to call him and claim him as our own. So, yeah, that seems about right. Um, 
so those are the things that were most Googled, the things people go online to look for. Oh, and by the way, if you go online to look for my website, um, it's not there. It's just, it's gone. It's currently down. We actually have to rebuild it due to an unfortunate incident with my hosting provider, which I won't get into right now. But uh, hopefully we'll have that back up and better than ever here in the next few weeks. But in the meantime, like I said, you can still get the podcast. They're still going up on SoundCloud and iTunes, so no worries. All right, so 2016, you know, as the new year rolled around, um, I wasn't on social media a whole lot because when I when I am with my family, I try to really cut back on the social media so I could just enjoy time with them because time is so limited and so precious. But from what I did see online when I was online, it was amazing to me how many people were just so ready for 2016 to be over. They wanted it in the rearview mirror. They want it as a memory. They want it gone, done forever. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot not to like about 2016. There really was. And quite frankly, you half the country is not happy with the election uh, results. Um, and so, so they're, they're not pleased. And, you know, others are, are thrilled with the election results, but, you know, there will be some other things in 2016 that they aren't overly happy about. I mean, 2016, I'm, it, was, it was a year, wasn't it? George Will had a really good piece in National Review Online that I think summarizes what a lot of people uh, feel about 2016. But, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read his piece, but stay with me, stick with me on this one, because I think there was a lot of good in 2016. But nobody's talking about that. So we're going to get there in just a minute. But first, I do want to I do want to talk about some of what happened that wasn't so good because there there was a lot that went on in 2016. I mean, it seemed like a very, very eventful year. And maybe that's because we were just all more tuned in on what was happening in our country because of the elections. I don't I don't know. I don't know if there was actually more that happened in 2016. I mean, obviously the election, but uh, in general news, or if it's just that we were more attuned to what was going on than we usually are. But uh, this is George Will's piece in National Review. So saying goodbye to an awful full year. Viewing 2016 in retrospect, doing so is unpleasant, but less so than was living through it. The year resembles a china shop after a visit from an especially ornery bull. Because a law says the state of California may not sell or display the battle flag of the Confederacy or any similar image. A painting of the 1864 siege of Atlanta was banned from display at the Fresno County Fair. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services turned out a 25-page policy statement about, quote, the systematic inclusion of families in activities and programs that promote children's development, learning, and wellness. That is, government should provide, as an act of grace, systematic grace, a role for parents in raising their children. Let freedom ring in the nooks and crannies of the administrative state one day a year. One day a year. Lemonade Day. Children in Austin, Texas can sell the stuff without spending $460 on various fees, licenses, and permits. Twelve-year-olds in a Tampa middle school learning about how much privilege they have were asked if they were cisgendered, transgendered, or genderqueer. Middle schoolers. Two years after Emma was the most common name given to baby girls in America, the trend was toward supposedly gender-neutral baby names like Lincoln, Max, and Arlo lest the child feel enslaved to stereotypes. 
A New Jersey mother says a police officer interrogated her nine-year-old son after he was suspected of a racial slur when he talked about brownies, the baked good. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission pondered whether a worker committed racial harassment by wearing a cap emblazoned with the Gadsden flag, which depicts a coiled rattlesnake, the one that says, uh, don't tread on me. A University of Iowa professor complained that the Hawkeye's mascot, Herky, a fierce bird, is, quote, conveying an invitation to aggressiveness and even violence that is discordant with all the all-accepting, non-discriminatory messages that we are trying to convey, unquote. As President's Day approached, San Diego advised city workers to use, quote, bias-free language, unquote, by avoiding the phrase, founding fathers. A National Park Service employee giving guided tours of Independence Hall in Philadelphia told tourists that the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were produced by, quote, class elites who were just out to protect their privileged status, unquote. The employee then praised herself for her bravery. The NBA, which plays preseason games in China, home of forced abortions and organ harvest, moved its 2017 All-Star Game from Charlotte because of North Carolina's law stipulating that transgender individuals should use bathrooms appropriate to their physiology. At Washington's refurbished Watergate Hotel, the message on room key cards reads, No need to break in. The New York Times reported the downside of humanity's mastery of fire by saying, quote, Figuring out how to make fire was no doubt an evolutionary boon to our ancestors, but it may have led to our smoking habit, unquote. Facing a budget shortfall in 2010, New York's legislature raised the cigarette tax $1.60 to $4.35 per pack, expecting illogically that it would discourage smoking and raise $290 million annually. But by 2016, cigarette revenues had instead fallen 25%, and smuggled cigarettes held 58% of the New York market. In 2016, six years after the president's wife agitated for federal guidelines limiting sodium, sugar, fats, and calories in school lunches, 1.4 million students had exited the national school lunch program, and students had a robust black market in salt and sugar. A tweet with the hashtag ThanksMichelleObama said, quote, The first lady can have a personal chef, but I can't have two packets of ketchup, unquote. After Connecticut imposed its fifth tax increase since 2011, General Electric moved its headquarters from there to Boston. CKE Restaurants includes the Carl's Jr. chain, which was founded in California and ignited the fast food industry. CKE announced that it was moving its headquarters from California with the high, um, highest income tax rate of 13% to Tennessee, which has the highest, which, whose highest income tax rate is in fact zero. Congress in 2016 considered bills to prevent the IRS from hiring or re- retaining police. Okay, we're just going to start that sentence over. Congress considered bills to prevent the IRS from hiring or retaining people delinquent in their tax payments. Maybe I should read that one again. Congress in 2016 considered bills to prevent the IRS from hiring or retaining people delinquent in their tax payments. Unions in New York and California lobbied for exemption from the $15 minimum wage they had lobbied for. It was splendidly appropriate that when Cuba buried the architect of its ramshackle socialism, the vehicle carrying Castro's ashes broke down and had to be pushed by soldiers. And then he goes on to uh, conclude with some comments of the election and uh, potentially needing some um, strong drink to help him feel better about the new year, which I, I won't 
I won't read that part because I, I don't agree with that part. But point being, I wanted to read that to you because, you know, while, while some people talk about 2016 and things they don't like about it, in particular, I've seen a lot of, well, Donald Trump is going to destroy America. There was a lot more that happened in 2016 that wasn't good from the perspective of, of the family and, uh, and traditional values that maybe you have forgotten about or maybe you haven't forgotten about. But 2016 was not a good year uh, for traditional values in this country. There was a lot that happened in 2016 that we you know, didn't enjoy and uh, probably aren't happy about. But there was also a lot of good that happened in 2016. And we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. First, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to take a break. I'm going to play a song. Then when we get back, we'll talk about the top news stories from 2016. Then we'll go into the good stuff of 2016 and what we're looking forward to in 2017, time permitting. Time goes so fast. I forgot how fast time goes here. But uh, we will we'll be back in just a few minutes, and we're going to get right into the top news stories of 2016, keep going with our 2016 summary, and then move into what we're looking forward to in this new year. This is 101.1 FM KVXL. You're listening to The Frittle Show on KVXL 101.1 FM from Liberty Baptist Church. Hey, I wanted to let you know, if you are here in Las Vegas, our Family Life Conference is happening this week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, uh, tonight and tomorrow night at 6.30, Wednesday at 7 p.m. No, you know what? I believe it's every night this week is 6.30 is when we're starting. There'll be three separate sessions uh, each evening that you can come and you can pick uh, a different speaker or a different topic that you think is is important for you uh, to hear that night. You can go to those and also tonight get here early because we will have free Krispy Kreme donuts. Our thanks to Krispy Kreme for support. Uh, for supporting, rather, KVXL. We really appreciate them. All right, uh, so we are on our first show of 2017. Amazing. i got to get used to saying that. 2016 has kind of flowed. 2017, I don't know, it's a, it sounds harsher somehow, but uh, but I don't know. So we're reviewing 2016, then we're going to talk about some of the things we're looking forward to in 2017. So first off, here are some of the top news stories from 2016. You ready? We talked about the top trends. Here's the top news stories. Number one, of course, the presidential election. Donald Trump has been elected the 45th president of the United States in what I would say was a, a surprising election for most of the country, even those on the GOP side. Uh, I don't believe that many, especially towards or early last year, thought that Trump would emerge victorious, but he has, and he will be sworn in just about, um, oh, I don't know, what is it, like 12 days from now, on the 20th, so, no, 11 days from now, he'll be sworn in as the 45th president of the United States. Wow. Then, of course, there was Hillary's email uh, scandal, which, in my opinion, puts Watergate to shame, but... Um, you know, I, I we went into that in depth last year, so we will we will just leave that at that. There was a number of of um, just horrible terrorist attacks across the United States and Europe, and of course in the Middle East um, and in Africa. It was horrible, and um, we had um, the bombings in in Belgium and in Bru- in Brussels, rather in Belgium, uh, the the nightclub in Orlando, the the bus attack in Nice, France. 
Berlin, Germany, we had that truck that rammed through. Just so many terrible terrorist attacks in, in 2016. Then also in 2016, we had Brexit. On June 23rd of last year, the UK voted by 52% margin, or uh, 52% voted in favor of leaving the European Union. And that is in the process of happening. And shortly after the Brexit vote, uh, Prime Minister David Cameron resigned, and the Conservative Party's Theresa May came to power in the UK. We also said goodbye to a lot of celebrities and a lot of public figures uh, last year. I mean, David Bowie and Prince, Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher, uh, John Glenn, uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Just we, we lost many, many American icons last year. Muhammad Ali, um, the, the list is, is so long. Um, dozens, dozens of public figures died in 2016. There was, of course, National Anthem Gate which as far as I know has pretty much come to an end, but uh, the NFL ratings took a hit when uh, Kyle Kaepernick led the way in kneeling during the national anthem to protest uh, whatever it is that he thought you know, he was protesting, and I won't get into that because we've talked about that as well before. Um, let's see, what else? We had the Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, the Summer Olympics. We had gymnastics, swimming, the United States... Uh, earned the most medals of any country. Once again, we won 121 medals, including 46 golds. The Zika scare, the Zika virus, uh, which looked like it might spread, um, became a, a, a huge issue, but that is in the process of being addressed. Uh, we saw had Hurricane Matthew. We had horrible wildfires in, uh, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, the Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs finally won the World Series after almost, uh, no, over 100 years. The last one was in 1908. So congrats to Cubs fans everywhere. Um, also making, you know, my list, <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos. Did everyone for just forget about that? I mean, they won the Super Bowl in 2016. Definitely one of the best moments of 2016. I mean, it was huge. <sighs> and of course, the other really, really big thing, I mentioned it just a second ago with our list of top news stories in 2015, was that Donald Trump was elected. You know, so many people have asked me since the election if I'm glad that Trump was elected. And I have to tell you, I couldn't be happier that Hillary Clinton was not elected. She is, quite simply, the least qualified person probably to ever run for president, and in my personal opinion, should be in prison for treason. And that is why I believe she's the least qualified, because I believe that she should be in prison for treason. And like him or not, Donald Trump, to my knowledge, has not committed treason against the United States to this point. Do I know what he's going to do or how he's going to govern? No, I really don't. No idea. He's never done it before, so we honestly don't know what it's going to be like. But based on the cabinet members that he's selected thus far, and we'll get into that in depth uh, in a few later this week, his cabinet selections so far, but based on those selections, I'm cautiously optimistic that the next four years could be good for American families and American churches uh, and, and subsequently for America as a whole. All right, but I'm trying to stick to the year in review because I could go all over the place with with things that we could talk about. But this show is our is our inaugural 2017 show, so not inaugural as in the election, as in our first one. Um, so we're doing a year in review. So let's keep going with our year in review. Let's talk now 
about some of the truly good things that happened in 2016 because there's just there's so many things quite honestly to not like about 2016 and I didn't really think about it all that much until I saw all the reactions on social media and I was like why are people so bummed out about 2016 was it really that bad and then I started remembering some of all of the things that had happened I was like oh yeah I guess it you know wasn't fantastic it could have been better there was a lot of good things that happened. And we need to remember them too. You ready? Here's some good things that happened. Tigers are increasing in number. Which is great news for tigers, but possibly not good news if you're a poor tribal villager living in remote Africa somewhere. We also have more manatees and more pandas. So, there you go. On a more serious note, it is 2016 was the second safest year in recorded aviation history for flyers. 325 deaths of nearly one uh, or 11 million air travelers. Uh, the Nigerian army rescued over 800 individuals who were being held hostage by Boko Haram. In 2016, the graduation rate in the United States for American teenagers reached an all-time high. In 2016... It was recorded, or is, has been recorded, that veteran homelessness has officially dropped 50% since 2010. Captain America Civil War and Rogue One came out. Enough said. The Cubs won. The Broncos won. Cleveland won a championship in a major sport. And all of the sports worlds rejoice. Virtual reality became a thing. You probably didn't even realize that that was a 2016, but virtual reality became a, a real thing that the average person could get their hands on and experience in 2016. After Donald Trump's victory, the stock market hit an all-time high. Several times. And my favorite one, Bible translations. 73 language groups now have a complete Bible that never had a complete Bible before. 108 New Testament translations were completed for the first time in 2016. Like, can you wrap your head around that? 108 languages that never had the New Testament before. 108 distinct languages. That means distinct people groups. Think about how many people that is. 73 people groups now have a complete full Bible, Old and New Testament, in their own language. That until 2016, they didn't have that. 73 language groups, complete Bible. 108 language groups, New Testament, for the first time ever. That's good news, folks, quite literally, in fact. And I just, we've got to remember that Though 2016 was a hard year for, for many of us in different ways, and for some people it was much harder than for others. Some individuals, some of my friends, lost family and lost friends in 2016. Their lives have changed forever. But through it all, God has been faithful, and God has blessed us. And we need to remember that God is good, you know, the things that happen to us, they aren't always good, but God is always good. And sometimes, you know, I think the memories that we have are the memories that we choose to have. And 
we can remember, sorry, I had an issue with my mic there for a second. We can remember, and we will remember, that 2016 had some difficult, challenging times. But we can also choose to remember its blessings. And that's not simply a choice that we make looking back. But that is a daily decision that we will make moving forward in 2017. You know, Pollyanna is a great movie. It's, it's not one of my favorites. My favorite movie, It's a Wonderful Life. But Pollyanna is a great movie. The Disney version, that is, with Haley Mills. You want to, if you've never seen it, you should. It's like $10 for the DVD online. Get the Disney version Haley Mills called Pollyanna. Get it, watch it. Because it's the message of Pollyanna. That's, that's probably why I like it. I love movies that are well-made, highly entertaining, and leave you with a message you'll never forget because the message of the movie is the essence of the movie itself. And in Pollyanna, the message is this. If you look for the bad in mankind, expecting to find it, you surely will. And I think the same could be said of our circumstances, of our job, or of what mom makes for dinner tonight. I mean, if you look for the bad, expecting to find it, you will. So, stop looking for the bad. It's so easy, you don't need to look for it. You'll see the bad without even trying. So, so instead of looking for the bad, make a conscious decision and make that decision this, to look for the good, to choose to focus on your blessings. You know, my back was bothering me uh, last week, and uh, I could gripe and complain about it and focus on, on that misery, or, or you know what, I can choose to rejoice because though my back hurts, I can talk. Last week, my, sore th- my throat was so sore that that wasn't possible. And you know what else? I can walk. I can hear, I can see, and yeah, my back might hurt, but you know what, I'm getting older, and I know I'm not old, don't, we won't go there right now, but yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm not 12 anymore, just put it that way, but I don't have to focus on the fact that, yeah, you know what, I'm sore, I don't have to, (laughs) I don't have to focus on that because I know it, and I'm going to keep knowing it. The question is, will I focus on that, or will I choose to focus on life's incredible, innumerable blessings? That's the choice. That's the choice that we get to make every day of 2017. What will we choose to see? Because if you look for the bad, expecting to find it, you surely will. And I would go so far as to revise Lincoln's quote. That was, by the way, President Abraham Lincoln said that. He said, well, actually, he said, if you look for the bad in mankind, expecting to find it, you surely will. I believe we can simplify it. I think we can quite simply say, if you look for the bad, you will find it. Because it's everywhere. There's always going to be evil in this world because this world is full of sinners that need Jesus Christ. This world is not our home. We're just a passing through. But there's, there's bad things that are going to happen in 2017. Terrible things are going to happen in 2017. Bad things happen around us every day. And we pray and we ask God to have mercy upon us, upon our families, and upon our country. 
we have a choice. Knowing that evil is alive and well, and that bad things are going to happen, we can choose to focus on them, or we can choose to focus on the good. We can choose to share what is good, and we could choose to share Jesus with people that need him in this new year, or we can wring our hands and, and hide away and hope for the best. The question is, which will we choose? Guess what? It's time to take another break because I need a drink of water and I need to blow my nose. You might not have wanted to know that, but I just told it to you, so now you know, regardless. When we come back, we're going to talk about 17 things that I'm looking forward to in 2017 because I think that the beginning of a new year is exciting and that we should be exciting about what is coming and what is possible and uh, and what God is going to do in this new year. Also, I wanted to mention one of our sponsors here at KVXL is uh, is State Farm, Mario Giannini State Farm here in Las Vegas. This really is only relevant to those of you that are listening here in the Las Vegas market, but uh, Mario Giannini State Farm is a sponsor of our programming here on KVXL, and uh, you can contact him, State Farm, his State Farm branch does insurance for home, auto, life, banking, pretty much anything that you can insure, I'm pretty sure that they insure it. Pretty sure they insure it. That's that's a fun sentence. Say that 20 times fast. But anyway, <laughs> they do. And uh, you can get a free, no obligation quote from them, which basically that means you can call them and they'll give you a quote. But getting a quote from them does not require you uh, to sign up. It doesn't lock you into anything. It's just a matter of say, calling them up and saying, hey, uh, I heard about you guys on KVXL. I was wondering if I could get a quote for my homeowner's insurance or my auto insurance or my life insurance or whatever type of insurance that you might be interested in or looking for. And the reason I mention that specifically during the show is because if you call them, if you call Mario Giannini State Farm Insurance for a insurance quote, uh, for everyone that calls them for a quote, they will donate uh, $10 to KVXL for our operating expenses. So you can call them at 702-982-3300. Again, 702-982-3300. And we thank Mario Giannini State Farm for their support of KBXL programming. We are wrapping things up for this return show. You're listening to The Frittle Show. I'm The Frittle. You can also call me Crystal. Crystal Heath on KBXL 101.1 FM Experience Liberty Radio here in Las Vegas. We're broadcasting from Liberty Baptist Church. And for our final segment today, I want to give you my list of 17 things that we can all look forward to in 2017. And we're going to go through this uh, kind of quickly because I am running out of time. So we'll, we'll, but I can get through them all in the next five, six minutes here. Ready? Here we go. Number one, the presidential inauguration. 11 days from now. You like Trump, you hate him, doesn't matter. The fact is, he is our president-elect, and very soon he will be our president. And with change come ex- comes excitement, for the most part. And I, for one, am excited that the stock market is excited. It's good for my retirement account. I'm excited that Israel is excited, because we're supposed to pray for peace in Jerusalem. And it's awesome that Congress is now considering a bill to officially recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. That's huge. And you know what? For the most part, we had a peaceful election, and God willing, we're about to have a peaceful transition of power. 
We live in a time of wonder and excitement, to borrow Mr. Whitaker's line, an age in which billions of people throughout history could not have fathomed, and millions today still long for, and that is a peaceful transition of power in a democratic republic. And if that doesn't excite you, then you need to get out into other parts of the world more often. You could sign up for our Nicaragua missions trip coming up this summer. Good place to start. Number two. We can look forward to a total solar eclipse this August. Southern cities on the East Coast, like Nashville, are going to be completely dark for several minutes. Uh, and the solar eclipse will be visible to some degree across the entire United States for the first time since 1918. Almost 199 years since this has happened. And my guess is, if you're listening to this show, you probably don't remember the last one and most likely won't be here for the next one. So this is just a little bit huge in terms of actual intergalactic cool stuff. Alright? Number three thing to look forward to in 2017. DeLoreans are coming back. Yes, that's right. The car famous, made famous by Back to the Future... If you have a whole lot of money and nothing better to do with it, the DeLorean Motor Company has said that it will begin producing one car per month <laughs> at some point in 2017. So if you're a huge Back to the Future fan, there you go. Number four, we are going to have movie sequels in mass. Which you could possibly say is more of a curse than a blessing, but I'm actually looking forward to some of these. I mean, we've got uh, the new Marvels making their version of Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Then you've got Logan, the, the new X-Man uh, movie. There's a Thor Part 3, Thor Rang, however you say it, is coming out. Hopefully, hopefully, what will be the final, finally, uh, episode in the Pirates of the Caribbean tale, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Then you've got another Transformers coming out. Um, and, of course, of course... Best of all, we'll take yet another trip to a galaxy far, far away this Christmas when Star Wars Episode Eight takes over the world this uh, December, I believe it's coming out. Number five. This one I, I'm not really sure about yet, but there's supposed to be a head transplant that will happen in 2017. And honestly, it kind of freaks me out because it borders seemingly too close to mad scientists for my liking, but the world's first head transplant is supposed to happen in 2017. Some people are really excited about it. A, uh, a not-so-mad scientist, which could be debatable, plans to conduct the first human head transplant. His name is Sergio Canavero. He's an Italian neurosurgeon, and he says he has a volunteer. He has a man who's suffering from a muscle-wasting disease who is willing to donate um, his head. Basically, all they need now is for someone to donate their body. The details of how that's all going to happen, like, for example, how they're going to get a body, uh, are a little bit sketchy right now. But uh, the surgery itself is supposed to take 150 people, 36 hours, and it includes really cold temperatures, biocompatible glue, and a diamond knife. I don't even... <coughs> We're not going to talk about that anymore and probably never talk about it again unless it actually happens. Alright, number six. Yet another Nintendo. Or two. Yes, if you thought the NES Classic was a big craze this past year, get ready for the SNES. The Super Nintendo. Remember the original Nintendo and then they came out with the Super Nintendo? Well, the SNES is believed to be coming either this Christmas or next. And we know that we'll get an, at least one new Nintendo this year and what will be the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch is actually cool. The Nintendo Switch 
is going to be a Nintendo. Nintendo owns the portable gaming world right now. And what they're doing is they've made this Nintendo that's portable, but you can also take it home, dock it in their little docking station, and play games on your TV with your friends through your Nintendo Switch. You can dock it. I actually think that's a great idea. So you can have it at home, and then if you're going to travel, pick it up out of its little docking station, carry it with you for your next car ride. Beat that, PlayStation. Boom. Drop the mic. All right, number seven. Is there anything more to find out about the assassination of JFK? This year, we find out. Maybe. Some details could add context, context rather, to the tragic events of November 22nd, 1963, because this year is when undisclosed files on the JFK case go public. But there's a catch. President Trump will have the power to order those files again sealed if he so chooses. So we may or may not find out if there was more to the JFK assassination. And if we do find out, it may be via Twitter from the president. But uh, anyway. Number eight. Hang on a second. I've queued up the music for this one.
That's right. That's right. Let's solve a mystery. Or rewrite history. DuckTales, one of my favorite childhood programs, is returning to the silver screen in 2017. Is it the silver screen? Can we only say that for the movies? I don't know if this would actually offend movies or not, so we're just going to go with it. And, of course, play the DuckTales theme song. Woo! DuckTales! All right, because we can. That was fun. Thank you for indulging me. All right, number nine, the Raiders. Will the Raiders come to Las Vegas? I don't know if it'll happen in 2016, but the NFL owner's vote will happen, and then we will know. So that is something to look forward to, <coughs> especially if you're here in Las Vegas, because then we'll have football here. we got hockey. We're going to get football. I think it's fantastic. Number 10, the Broncos are going to get a new coach and most likely a new quarterback. And yes, this is my list of 17 things to look forward to in 2017, so I can put whatever I want on it. Okay? Number 11 iPhone is going to come out with a new phone and Galaxy. So after its, um, shall we say, unfortunate incidents, Galaxy is officially coming out with their S8, and iPhone 8 is rumored to be coming out this year as well. Number 12, Taco Bell, and basically anything else you could possibly want or desire in life, delivered by drone. Seriously, give it time. There's going to be a drone dating service. Just wait. A new online dating service circling the internet right now, by the way, is homeschoolers only. I was homeschooled, and when I saw that, I may have come close to dying by laughter. But seriously, though, who doesn't want their fast food delivered to them by drone? Because having to get in your car and go through the drive through window is just not convenient enough anymore. Now, it needs to be brought to us on a flying silver platter. Oh, I'm so out of time right now, so we're going to run through these next ones real quick, and then I'll get more in-depth on these ones uh, in later this week. Number 13, bye-bye Obamacare. That is out of here, mister. Number 14, no more taxpayer dollars funding Planned Parenthood equals more lives saved. And Roe versus Wade could potentially be overturned, which is huge. I mean, that is just absolutely huge. Number 15, tax code reform. I am hoping and praying for tax code reform this year. Number 16, exciting things that are happening here at Liberty Baptist Church all throughout the year, starting this week, right now, today, tonight, 6.30 p.m., you can come to our Family Life Conference tonight, tomorrow night, and Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. We've got all kinds of great sessions for you. We've got um, all things all throughout. Where's my Where's my booklet? Hang on. I'll tell you what's coming up at Liberty this year. We'll get more into this tomorrow, too, but uh, if I could find the actual page here. All right, we're going to participate in a March for Life here in Las Vegas in March. We're going to participate in the Christian Hope Project, their Easter Festival in April. Uh, we'll have the Ultimate Teen Challenge in May. What we'll Friend Day. We'll have Harvest Festival. Um, we're going to have a turkey drive, the back-to-school giveaway. We've got Bible clubs all year long. There's so many exciting things. I'm going to have to get the, get the actual list so I can get those all to you, but we'll do that later this week as well. I'm excited about <coughs> what we have coming up at Liberty this week. It's a good thing we're just about out of time because my voice has decided that we've just about reached a limit of where it's willing to work today. And number 17, number 17 of my 17 things to look forward to in 2017 is, of course, Christmas is coming. I don't know how many days away it is for you because I haven't set up my Christmas countdown yet, but it's coming. I know it is because it happens every December 25th, and I'm excited about that because I love Christmas. 
that was really Cookie Monsterish, and I don't know why it happened that way. But anyhow, thank you for being here. This is the end of our first show back in 2017. You can catch replays or share it with your friends on iTunes. Ita- on I- yeah, it's an I thing. iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, no website. My website is having some issues right now, but hopefully we'll have that back up and running in a couple of days. Remember, you can listen to us online at kvxl101.com all day, every day. Appreciate you being here. And if you're in Las Vegas, be sure to join us tonight again for our Family Life Conference at 6.30 p.m. Everyone that comes this evening will get a free donut from Krispy Kreme. Our thanks to Krispy Kreme for their support of KVXL programming. And that's it. Time's up. Gotta go. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we will talk later. See you tomorrow, everyone.